and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. On behalf of Father Javier and myself, may I welcome you to St. Bride's Church in Campus Lang for the celebration of morning Mass. And of course this morning's Mass is the funeral Mass for the repose of the soul of Maria Gratia uh, del Caccio Arpa. Welcome to her sons uh, Peter and Duncan and Michael and family members and family friends who have joined us for the celebration of Mass. Many people are joining us in the live feed and the recording and we welcome them also to the Mass today. Welcome to representatives of Southview Care Home where Maria lived in the latter part of her life and a special word of thanks to them uh, for all of their care and thanks also to those who looked after Maria so well at Care Myers Hospital and also the carers themselves uh, who looked after her at her home. Maria was much loved by her boys, her sons, all the family and all of us who became her friends. She was gentle, caring and a loving woman, a woman of great personal depth, a woman of great charity and a woman of great Christian faith. She was much loved by us all here in this community and in this parish too. We come to say farewell to her here on earth, but we believe that we will be reunited again with one another in the love and the mercy of God. We are thankful for the kindnesses, the love and the gentleness that have come through each of us uh, through Maria and we thank God for the blessings of our life that have come through her. We remember in our prayers in a special way her beloved husband, Peter. Uh, in life they were inseparable. Uh, we think of them today in that joyful reunion in heaven. To prepare ourselves to celebrate these sacred mysteries, we first call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore, I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. O God, in whose presence the dead are alive, and in whom your saints rejoice full of happiness, grant our supplication that your servant Maria, for whom the fleeting light of this world shines no more, may enjoy the comfort of your light for all eternity. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Please be seated. A reading from the prophet Isaiah. On this mountain, the Lord of hosts will prepare for all peoples a banquet of rich food. On this mountain, he will remove the morning veil covering all peoples 
and the shroud enwrapping all nations. He will destroy death forever. The Lord will wipe away the tears from every cheek, and he will take away his people's shame everywhere on earth. For the Lord has said so. That day it will be said, See, this is our God, in whom we hoped for salvation. The Lord is the one in whom we hoped. We exult and we rejoice that he has saved us. The word of the Lord. reading from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans. When we were baptised in Christ Jesus, we were baptised in his death. In other words, when we were baptised, we went into the tomb with him and joined him in death, so that as Christ was raised from the dead by the Father's glory, we too might live a new life. If in union with Christ... We have imitated his death, we shall also imitate him in his resurrection. We must realise that our former selves have been crucified with him to destroy this sinful body and to free us from the slavery of sin. When a man dies, of course, he has finished with sin. But we believe that having died with Christ, we shall return to life with him. Christ as we know, having been raised from the dead, will never die again. Death has no power over him anymore. The word of the Lord.
be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. And Jesus said to his disciples, See that you are dressed for action and have your lamps lit. Be like those waiting for their master's return from the wedding feast, ready to open the door as soon as he comes and knocks. Happy those servants the master finds awake when he comes. I tell you solemnly, he will put on an apron, sit them down at table and wait on them. It may be in the second watch that he comes or in the third, but happy those servants if he finds them ready. And you may be quite sure of this, that if the householder had known at what hour the burglar would come, he would not have let anyone break through the wall of his house. So you too must stand ready, because the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. The Gospel of the Lord. I don't know if Maria had a favourite passage from the Gospel, one that she preferred above others. I rather suspect if I had asked her that question, she would have said that she loved it all, all the events that happened to our Lord, all the things that he did and all the things that he said. For as you know, she had a great love for the Lord in her life and a great and devoted faith as well. I've taken a stab at one of the passages that she may have liked, and it's that passage that she chose for the funeral of today's Mass. In this text, what we hear is that Jesus speaks of watchfulness and readiness. And the image that Jesus uses is of a servant waiting for the Master to return from the wedding feast. No matter at what time the Master arrives, the servant is awake ready and alert. That sense of watchfulness guided Maria's life and was always there. The lamp was kept burning brightly, her eyes were open, and she was ready at what hour the Lord would come. Her life was filled with faith and gentleness and great charity, a spirit of prayer and a life in which She was no stranger to illness, which she always offered up. Prayer and devotion and love of the Mass and Holy Communion, her life was all these things, and it was led with a strong and steadfast faith from the beginning to the end of her life. Some vacillate, some take other roads, but not her. The road was straight, and she was resolute. It wasn't the keeping of rules of faith. It was an intense faith in which she was devoted to the love of God and a faith that came straight from her heart. It was a great privilege over 20 years to be her priest. I couldn't help but be impressed by the way that she lived her life. She was first in the church and last to leave it. 
she loved to recite the rosary and to be here for extra services. She said her prayers during Mass with great intensity and drew great power and strength from her faith too. She spent long periods in this church before the Blessed Sacrament. I often used to think that she was so holy that she would levitate. She had a great great parishioner here in St Bride's and also a great help uh, to others in the church as well, the Camboni missionaries, and I imagine that she was in many sodalities throughout her life. Latterly, she had a great devotion, especially to the Divine Mercy. She lived a very spiritual life. If, as we hear from that reading of today's Mass, that we are called to live our baptismal faith and to deepen it, this she did. Hers was not a faith that never deepened, but the contrary. It always grew. There was great sanctity in her life, which was very evident for us all to see and to admire too. At the end of the Mass, her sons, her boys, will say a few words of appreciation of her life. Just a few remarks on her life by way of reflection for us today. She was born two years prior to the Spanish Civil War in the town of Castellon. Her father was Francisco and her mother Carmen. Her father was a senior military man and her grandfather was the governor of the Castellon region. She came from an aristocratic line. Sadly, her father died at the outbreak of the Second World War. She was one of five children, and in her youth, she attended a boarding school run by the sisters. She was a nurse by profession, worked in England, and then, fortunately for us, came to Scotland. She married Peter Smith, whom she met in a dance hall. They married here in 1966. They had a long and happy marriage and were very devoted to each other. Had three sons that they loved very much and five grandchildren who were very special to them. She made friends here in this community and in this parish. She was greatly liked and was a cherished friend to many. I want to tell you something today that she was an exceptional person in many ways, a woman of great personal integrity, a woman of great joy and happiness. She had a radiant smile, a woman of great faith and spirituality, and a woman who was no stranger to illness and suffering over the years, which, as I've mentioned to you before, she offered up, and especially in union with the cross of Christ. I want to, in a special way, remember Peter, her husband, uh, today. I was often struck by the great tenderness and concern and the love that he had for Maria. We are consoled at the thought of them together, reunited again in heaven. Maria herself was such a good woman. 
who lived such a good life, and her good life has much to teach all of us. She will be greatly missed by all the family and by all of us who considered her to be our friend. We will always remember her great human gifts, her great spiritual qualities, and the great example of her life to all of us. May God bless you, Maria. May God reward you for generosity and kindness in your life. May you be at peace at the end of your life. And may the good Lord shower you with abundant blessings. God bless you today and for all eternity, Maria. brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. May the offering of this sacrifice be pleasing to you, Lord, so that the soul of your servant Maria, finding through your mercy the pardon she sought for all her sins, may exult forever with your saints and praise your glory for all eternity. Through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It's truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God, through Christ our Lord. For as one alone he accepted death so that we might all escape from dying, as one he chose to die, so that in your sight we all might live forever. And so in company with the choirs of angels, we praise you, and with joy we proclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest.
You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them with the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity. Together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember your servant, Maria Gracia, whom you have called from this world to yourself. Grant that she, who was united with, the, with your son in a de death like his, may also be one with him in his resurrection. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the Blessed Apostles and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. Please stand. We pray together in the words that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil, and graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your church, 
and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Just a word about receiving uh, Holy Communion today. If you'd like to receive Communion, then instead of coming forward, then just simply stand in your place and place your hand out to receive Holy Communion, uh, rather than coming up and kind of moving around the church, uh, just uh, one of the restrictions. Uh, and uh, if you don't want to receive Communion, uh, but uh, would like to receive a blessing instead, then you just simply again stand and place your hand on your breast. Uh, and as I come forward, I'll give you a blessing. If you wouldn't like to receive maybe Holy Communion or a blessing, uh, then just simply to remain seated. And once you've received Holy Communion, uh, take uh, Holy Communion or the blessing, and then you simply sit down. So may I invite you please to stand if you like Holy Communion or a blessing.
to be consoled as to come.
Well, it's a great comfort to see uh, so many people. Um, thank you, everyone, for making the effort. Um, my mum her life was really the parish um, mum and dad were married here 55 years ago in this church and as Father Morton has alluded she was a great parishioner in fact she loved you really as a family member and thank you for all the support over the years and Father Javier, lovely to see you today. Thank you. She, she loved the Componi Fathers and um, she was a great supporter of everything the church did. Um, I think I, I'm pleased you mentioned my father. I know in the order of service there's some pictures of mum and dad together. Uh, sadly, we lost dad last year. We didn't really have the opportunity uh, to give him a good send-off. My brother Duncan, uh, who's actually really done an amazing job, thanks Dunk, in, in helping look after mum and dad over the last few years. Uh, Duncan and Father Morton valiantly managed a, a service at the graveside through a storm in fact, a few of my friends were also there, and my wife, my kids were there. Sadly, I, I was only able to watch from abroad, but uh, Dad didn't get the chance for a send-off, so I'm really pleased today. We've, we've managed to mention him a few times, and uh, I know a lot of the, the parishioners here will have known Dad as long as they knew my mum. So, and, and thank you for the, for the lovely singing today of the young lady. Um, my mum loved singing in church. She absolutely loved it. And uh, she would have been, you know, so glad of, of the lovely singing. And, and thank you also to the organist. I appreciate it. I just wanted to, I mean, we're supposed to celebrate things and not be, not be sad, but it's hard. Um, but I just wanted to say a couple of maybe funnier things of, uh, I, I can recall. Mum and Dad were so happy to go to the, the Holy Land on holiday a number of years ago. And uh, when they came back, Dad was in a bit of a bad mood, and, and I asked him what was wrong, and he said, well, your mum's given all my clothes away. <laughs> I said, what do you mean? He said, every poor person she saw, she gave him a pair of clothing. I said, for goodness sake. He said, even worse, he said, every time the bus stopped, the tour bus stopped, she went and bought biscuits or sweets for the camels. He even felt sorry for the camels as well. So... And another, another time I recall, because some of my friends are, are here today, which is lovely, um, we, were, we were all in our early 20s, and, and uh, we'd gone back to the house, the family house, and, and I had the, the bottle of Jack Daniels, and uh, we, were, we were ready for a, you know, a nice little evening. And, and mum came into the kitchen and said, no, 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 very bad for you, no, no, no. And she gave us a bottle of her homemade wine instead. <laughs> And, and mum and dad made elderberry wine from the berry bushes that we had in, in the garden, but they weren't very good at it. And this wine was very strong. <laughs> in fact, we were, 
in a, in a bit of a state afterwards, probably more so than if we'd had the Jack Daniels. So, but Mum loved loved everyone and and my friends and and there's there's family in Spain who are, are not with us today who haven't been able to join us and they're watching from from abroad and and we have a friend a dear friend missing who's in America who remembers Mum very very fondly as well. So, um, yeah, I just. Uh, it's sad, but it's, we want to celebrate as well. Mum was, was a great person, a great woman, a great mum. All these years, unbelievable. Um, and, yeah, we'll, we'll miss her. So as, as Peter says, thanks so much for everyone for joining us today. That's okay. Thanks. Um, it really means a lot because I, I know Mum would be so grateful. Um, it's been a difficult few last days. We were reaching out to a lot of you, um, trying to get uh, you know people in, in these crazy restrictions to come. Um, and we managed to pull it off. It's so great to see all of you. Um, mum's fellow uh, parishioners, also friends from mum's professional life. Um, and also, uh, as my brother mentioned, uh, family overseas as well, um, who have dialed in. Um, so that, that's really, uh, really special as well. Um, obviously, I, I wanted to just quickly mention, uh, Peter already said it, but um, a big, huge thank you to my brother Duncan uh, this has been a really tough last few years uh, and due to circumstances uh, uh, my brother Duncan was the closest uh, physically to mum and dad um, and had to really take a, a, a huge burden um, and we're forever grateful uh, to Duncan for that. Um, as father also said, you know, mum was uh, naturally extremely caring and kind and affectionate. Um, and I think there's, there's no better occupation uh, than for someone like mum, for that personality to shine through, um, than in her, her nursing career, her professional life. Um, and uh, Peter uh, thought of some uh, anecdotes, and uh, it's, there, there's so many uh, really with mum. It's just absolutely extraordinary. And I was always trying to, to find out things. Um, I was the one that was always uh, investigating and trying to, to find out what was going on. Um, and one of uh, uh, one that always I remember um, that really sums up Mum. Uh, when Mum was working at the Gorbos uh, Clinic, she was working in many clinics and hospitals throughout her life. Um, and one time she came back, um, and she had treated a, a, a sailor in the Merchant Navy. Uh, a poor guy who had uh, severe injuries uh, and mum had tended to his wounds uh, and taken care of him. And a few months later, this, uh, this sailor came back and mum was uh, surprised, you know, because everything uh, ha had been fixed for, for this poor guy. But turns out uh, he was just a very, very lonely guy, uh, didn't know anyone, didn't have close family and friends. 
and he actually came back just to get one of mum's hugs. Um, and that really sums up mum, yeah? Um, she treated her, her patients um, just, just with an extraordinary care. Um, and I know that the people that are here that have shared that professional life with mum uh, know, know that. Um, I wanted to mention too another brief anecdote um, uh, that mum told me about, which was when she was a, a young midwife. Uh, there's so many babies that mum ended up delivering at people's houses uh, due, to, due to different circumstances. Um, and many of those uh, babies were then baptized Maria. Um, <laughs> those those mums were so grateful um, to mum uh, for what she did. They, they, she changed their lives, yeah. So some, some of these um, anecdotes are, you know, really amazing when you think about it. And the last one I can think of, um, I mean, there's so many, but when mum was a health visitor, uh, we all remember as as children, uh, mum was doing uh, absolutely crazy hours, more than what she was rostered for. And the reason was that was there, there was always another family somewhere that was needing help. And mum would keep going out and she wouldn't get paid. Uh, but there was another family waiting for some help, for some support. Uh, and, you know, mum had at that stage, uh, mum and dad, three, three boys. Uh, so she had enough on her plate. Um, so that was an extraordinary uh, duty that mum did. So all, all along, uh, I have to say as well, uh, you know, the father mentioned um, that, you know, mum uh, came from aristocratic descent um, and high military descent. But actually, mum was very, very humble. Um, you know, she, she would never brag about anything like that. She was only... Uh, thinking about the people around her, uh, only wanted to do the best for the people around her. So she never uh, spoke about that, uh, and, and we actually found out things by herself. Uh, and as Father said, um, tragically, you know, she lost her own dad when she hadn't even turned five years old. Um, and then there were just, um, you know, five brothers and sisters. Um, and then that's something, obviously, that would affect them, it would mark them for the rest of their life. Um, I think also I have to say I was so happy that uh, a few weeks ago I could be with, uh, with Pete and Dunk by mum's bedside. Um, so we, we managed to speak to mum a lot. We managed to share photos, uh, share memories, uh, and we even um, listened to music together. Mum enjoyed that so much. Um, it was just uh, an absolutely incredible moment. We, we miss mum so much, but we, we're consoled that mum is now finally with, with dad. Rest in peace, mum. Absolutely no pressure going last. Yeah, I, I noticed upon entering the, the church today, the organist was playing um, the adagio movement from Rodrigo's Concierto de Aranjuez, and 
that was particularly poignant for, for a mum when, when I played that for a mum in the, in the hospital. Her eyes were closed and at the end of the piece her eyes opened and said, that was the town I was brought up in, in Anacreth. Um, thanks to my brothers for those eloquent words and for, to Father Morton. Um, thought I could do this without an auto cue, but I do have notes. One of the one of the greatest responsibilities in life is to look after your your parents. Whilst this duty is a, a huge challenge, it's also rewarding and a great privilege. It's it's almost as if the roles have reversed, with the parent becoming dependent, and in those daily interactions their physical and mental vulnerabilities are laid bare. Both mum and dad knew of their frailty and yet showed tremendous courage and still demonstrated such compassion and humility and kindness towards others. Mum insisted and still wanted to help the missionaries and those less fortunate in the world Dad apologized to the paramedics when they arrived, and even in hospital didn't want to disturb the nurses as he felt they should be attending to other people. This church of St. Bride's had a, a special resonance in their lives and was where they, they married and from where they traveled on many pilgrimages, including to Medjugorje in what is now Bosnia-Herzegovina, Lourdes and Fatima and the Holy Land. Despite mum's struggles with mental health, she never allowed that to define her and she brought a wonderful light into people's lives and she remained deeply devoted to her faith. Whilst mum and dad have passed, what lives on are the, the special memories we have of them and the legacy they leave behind. Their love lives on, and we will love and miss them always. Thank you. Please, let your priest stand. As we receive these heavenly gifts, we give you thanks, O Lord, and humbly pray for the soul of your servant, Maria, freed through your son's passion from the bonds of sin, may come happily into your presence. We ask this through Christ our Lord.
just one.